Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Warning, the following program is not for the weak hearted. Those who are closed minded or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two. One. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yes. All right, another episode. We are continuing this month of all the powerful women um, that we've been reaching out with the power of social media. Now, you know, Yaz and I have had our frustration on and off with Instagram, especially just shadow banning our page. In fact, just this morning, y'all. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the episode last year. I think it was around September, but we had a girl named Devin on and we were talking about um, overcoming diagnosis with herpes. And there's a promo photo from that that just got taken down, apparently, because it was deemed too sexual. So today we're going to try to rise above our social media bullshit from Instagram <laughs> with the six foot publicist herself her name is Sharice Ford also marketed as she rise Ford yes welcome <laughs> welcome welcome to the show Sharice hi thank you so much for having me you guys thank you so much ladies yes thank you happy for, to be here thank you for taking time to join us today so again we want to talk about you know, you reached out to me and you said that you're currently in the process of writing a book, which is great. Amazing. Yes. Um, tell us about yourself. You know, why are you called the six foot publicist other than the fact that you are extremely fucking tall? Because I saw your Pan-African uh, interview last, from last year. And yes, you were significantly taller. <laughs> Oh goodness! Did you see the one with me and Lunell? I did Is that not. The one that you seen? I did not know the a one. Funny I, one. I, okay, so the one I saw it was with you and Big Boy. Um, but and yes, he's a taller guy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's a taller guy, so the significance wasn't as big. But me and Lunell, she probably came underneath my breast. So, oh my. <laughs> and she's looking at me at the whole time, like, um, "Can you please bend down so I can talk to you and not your breast?" Like. <laughs> I would have to find that way because I know I would have had some jokes for days on that. That is hilarious. But they, um, I got the name for being the six foot publicist because I am six feet tall. Um, I'm six feet tall now. When I used to be in high school, I used to be six one and a half. So I'm convinced that I lost some fat on the bottom of my feet. But um, <laughs> I'm six feet now. And uh, when I step into a room, that's the first thing that people notice. They notice my height. They notice my legs. Um, they notice me because I'm mostly standing above everybody else, you know, put above everybody else and, you know, looking guys right in their eyes. So um, people know me from being tall. I used to be called the lady stallion, but, you know, Megan can have that. My knee's not as good anymore. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with my height and stick with the six foot publicist. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I got to say, in a male dominated like world, OK, let's face it, hip hop 
very male dominated. Yes, we have our female lap, uh, rappers in the forefront. What is it like to work with people such as Master P, Lil Romeo, 21 Savage? Recently, you just came off of the verses with Brandy and Monica. So in this male dominated world, like walk us through it. Like how, what made you become this publicist? I believe you produced part of that versus segment, which is awesome. So tell us. Um, what made me get into this industry? I mean, I've grown up in this industry. My uncle worked with uh, Death Row Records back in the day with Suge Knight. My other uncle is Big U, who's on the documentary right now for FX. Um, so I grew up in the entertainment industry, period. So I've always... Me personally, I've always been one of the guys. So I guess that's actually how I've been able to fit in in the industry. And then I have a habit of making everybody a relative. So when I meet guys and I see that they're going to try to push that level with me, I'm like, you look like my cousin. <laughs> you remind me of my little brother. You know what I mean? So I immediately knock them off that. So they just have a whole mindset different when they come at me because I'm big sis or I'm the mom or, you know, I come at them from a different angle. And I feel um, I feel it's helped me a lot. Like I get a lot of respect just because of who my family is. But then also for me, just what I do, because I don't take I'm not the little dainty girl that's going to take your your bullshit. You know what I mean? If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you about it, whether you pan me or not. I feel like that's what you're paying me for is to tell you the truth. So I'm going to give you that 100 percent of the time. I recently got addicted to this show um, called Flack and it's on Ooh. Amazon right now with Anna Paquin and um, Anna of course is playing an American publicist almost like crisis manager mm. um, in London dealing with celebrities sports stars and all that so I always uh, and they even put the disclaimer that you know this is a elaborate but yet very right. real kind of like inside of what a fixer the cleanup person really does in the celebrity world so mm -hmm. I always wonder because nowadays Let's face it, with social media, everybody is trying to get some sort of clout out there right now. Yaz comes from the adult industry. I come from the radio background, as well as I work behind the scenes sometimes in the adult industry as well. And I think the constant thing that we are fighting for now, because we are a sex positive podcast, is the fact that now social media has their way of filtering people like ourselves because they think that we're pushing a sexual agenda. Yes, we might be pushing a sexual agenda, but we're pushing more of a sex education agenda. So you told me off air that you have maybe some tips um, from your latest, your soon to be release, which is mm -hmm. called, oh, where is it at? Okay, the six foot publicist guide on how to get free publicity, 68 ways to raise your awareness and rise to new heights. When in fact is that book gonna be launched by the way? Cause I feel like there's a lot of people that could be benefiting from this right now. That book is going to be launched in April. So I'm tidying some stuff up right now. I actually recently uh, indoctored a program for interns uh, in college. Um, and I've been learning since working with them within the last month that there are a lot of things that schools don't teach you, even prestigious schools, because my interns are from USC. They're from Pepperdine. They're from Cal Poly Pomona. And I'm very shocked to learn the things that they don't learn in school. So I've been having to add a few things in there because I feel like these are like, how do you not know about a media list? Like, wait, what do you mean? How do you not know about this? You know what I mean? So things like that I'm adding into the book, but it will be ready by April. That is good. Uh, Yaz, you were, you were agreeing 
you've interned before, correct? Huh? Did you do an intern back in the day for anything? Have you interned before? Um, I haven't interned in anything, but I was agreeing that these schools don't teach what you need to know. Right. Yeah, they're not well, preparing people for the real world. I feel like a, a smaller, like a JC, would probably give you more information than these bigger colleges. So it's like you're kind of wasting your money when you're not giving me what I need to fulfill my career. Right. You're literally just going to school just to say that you are able to complete something. Yeah. Which, but I do think that is a phenomenal skill to have. It says a lot about a person when they can sit there. I can't do it. And I got a full ride to go to scholarship, to, to go to scholarship, <laughs> to go to Cal State, to all the Cal States. I got a full ride scholarship, academic scholarship to pick any Cal State I wanted to go to. And then I had a basketball scholarship to go play in Texas. School just wasn't my thing. I tried it for a couple semesters and I just was like, I need to go make some money. Like, y'all not y'all not giving me what I need right now. And that's what I did. I left and had to go do it on my own. I feel you. I um, when I graduated from SF State. I was trying to get it under, you know, four years. But of course, at the time when I graduated back in 2012, we were dealing with the the California tax budgets on schools. So my major was impacted. I'm fortunate to say that I graduated in the field that I work in now, which is radio broadcasting. But I really sympathize with what you were just saying that these schools, you know, yes, they emphasize on getting an internship to get the college credits needed, but they did not prepare me for what I was about to endure as an intern. And a lot, right. especially on the radio side nowadays, people ask me all the time, they're like, oh, can I get an internship? I know you work at iHeart. You can't. Unfortunately, iHeart does not allow um, interns anymore because somebody mm -hmm. actually sued the company because they weren't getting paid. And that's the thing, too. These college students get in thinking an internship is going to be paid unless they, they wipe. They need to know the externship and an internship. Yes. And not to mention, read the fine print. If you are applying for an internship, it will tell you point blank, period, non-paid, paid salary you that got to part. read those those details and i think that's what kind of screws us in the end my internship the first time honestly was almost to sought out to end my radio career before it really even began oh no i endured a lot of abuse a lot of abuse i talk about it all the time um i was working for this morning show they manipulated audio to make it seem like I was a prostitute in college. And, you know, being oh, wow. the only black woman working for this all white show in the Bay Area, it really hindered me from getting a job out in the Bay. So when I moved to L.A. and got recognized by Playboy, that's why I always say I embrace the adult industry, because mm -hmm. here they took me in a girl who had no desire to be on camera, still has never been on camera. But they liked what I was doing with this podcast, which originally right. was called Erotic City Radio. And they took me under their wing. They helped mold me. And from there, I was able to work for several L.A. stations and then branch out. But again, you hear these, you know, college students that get so discouraged because of an internship gone wrong. So I'm right. glad that you are taking people under their wing and trying to guide them. So... Going back to the social media, Yaz, I don't know if you want to, you know, let Sharice know some of your pit downfalls, frustrations, what's going on, but. Like, I can't <laughs> even tag her as a partnership anymore on my post. 
Mm. Our, our Sapphire's earplug can't put in partnership or nothing in it for some apparent reason. It gets flagged. Then on top of that, like my engagements on my page, like it doesn't make sense. I have 75,000 followers and why is only what a thousand people seeing my post? Well, you know what? What I'll say about that is the way that Instagram well, I, from my research and from my examination and everything I've been looking at, the way that it works is they first start off with the content or with the following already have. So that's what they do first. In order, you have to remember too, like one, like this is my number one rule is Instagram is a free platform. They don't owe you or nobody else nothing. You know what I'm saying? So they're doing us a complete favor by allowing us on this website to have this platform that we're accessing for free. The one thing that they do owe something to are their advertisers their sponsors, those people that are actually putting that money in. In order to keep those sponsors, they need to keep us on that site. In order to keep us on that site, they have to make sure that they're showing us the most engaging content. Whether or not we have people that we follow or whatever, they can tell by algorithms, things that the processes and things that we do on social media, exactly what posts we like. We might be following somebody who's our friend or our family member, but we've never liked any of their posts. We've never engaged with anything. We do nothing to follow them, that's it. But everything else that we do is basketball, basketball, basketball. And we wonder, why am I only seeing basketball? I don't ever see my friend's stuff on here anymore. Everything that, everything that we do on Instagram is reflective or sitting back to us because of what we see. So anything that we do, they're, they're tracking everything that we do and they're going to show us more of whatever that is. So when we first roll out that thing, it's very important that once you do, so like my rise method, one of the E in rise is engagement. And a lot of people miss that. They post and they're like, well, I posted. I'm good now. And they don't do anything else. And it's like, no, when you post, the next thing that you need to do, you need to go to your followers and you need to see who's active in your following. And those like the people that have already liked your stuff, the previous posts, go like their stuff, comment on their stuff so that they know you just posted. That alerts them because that time frame, that first few minutes when you put that post up. Instagram is looking for your engagement to see what your current followers are going to do with that post. If your current followers are not engaging with that post, why the hell would they send it out to their millions of followers or everybody else on that platform? Your first thing is to make sure that your followers are engaging with your post. So you may have 75,000 followers on your page, but when you post, how many of them are actually engaging with your post? And that may be because you're not engaging with them. But what about... For someone like myself, I'm always engaging um, mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, I'll be real and honest, I'm in therapy right now. And most of it is because of social media, because there is a bias. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it loud and clear. There's a bias going on. I've been interviewed by magazines, other podcasts that did their own investigating, reaching out to Instagram, who refused to say why my accounts, for some reason are not being shown, are not being engaged. We've even paid for content to be, you know, publicized. I'm seeing all these other advertisements or all these other podcasts, these low budget podcasts, no shade, but a little shade. Here I am, a SAG AFTRA, you know, notified, publicized radio personality and cannot get verified. I'm, you know, sending out cease and desist notes to other women who have taken some parts of my show to market it as their own and they're getting more higher engagement than me. And it's frustrating because I hear what you're saying. Engage, Uh engage, engage. I get taken down the minute I go live. 
I get taken down on posts that are deemed sexual when I'm advocating for black sexual health, for black mental, uh, mental health, for Black Lives Matter. Can't even tell you last year how many posts surrounding Black Lives Matter that got taken down, but they were flagged as sexual. Not an ounce of sexuality was blasted on that. Well, what I would say about that is that I know that certain accounts get banned for certain reasons, whether or not you're using certain hashtags. And it could just be the fact that it is a sexual nature of content and they're selective on who they pick. I don't know the exact algorithm for what that is, but I would say that if you are sensing that there's people, one, that are using your show and they're getting they're okay to be up, but they're blocking you. They're you're posting things that another post person is posting, but yours are not going up. If you feel like it's discrimination, there may be discrimination there. And I would say if that's the case, then I would want to look into that part of it. And like, let's start putting that like that's what your show needs to be about. You need to be talking more about that subject so that you can put that on a platform and let people know that, hey, I'm putting Black Lives Matters and they're telling me it's sexual content. Wait a minute. Is this racism? Let's call the race card out there. What's going on? Let's get the conversation started. If that's what we need to do to get the conversation started is to throw the race card out there. Let's throw it out there because... I'm looking at these white people doing the same thing as me. And for some reason, this black person over here, this urban show over here is not getting the same love. What's the reason for that? So like I say, if you're using, if you're posting relevant content and you're making sure, another thing too, is not only that you're posting relevant content, but you need to be posting relevant content regularly. So one thing I could say is like, I was looking at your page. I don't know if it was your personal page or the Sapphire page, but there was a page where you posted like once, and then you post it again a couple of days later. And then five days later, you post it again. And then there was a week that you didn't post. And there, all of that stuff makes a difference. Well, the problem now- is, it's because mm-hmm. anytime I post things, it gets taken down. It's to the point where I try to be on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. The followings, like they started, somebody even told me, I never unfollowed you. I was like, well, I'm, someone unfollowed you. Right. Someone hit the unfollow button from your account you know my engagement has gone down so low it's to the point where if I post things I already know it's going to be taken down I try to stay consistent on stories because people are like post things daily on the stories right don't focus on the posts because obviously the posts are being harmful I'll post on the stories same traction it's to the point now unfortunately where anything I post gets taken down. It it becomes lower and lower. The only thing that is not lowering in the engagement now is because we've been more vocal, because we have other sex positive, especially black sex positive podcasters and um, advocates out there now who are sharing my frustration and sharing my page to be like, this is the reason why you will not see Sapphire on social media. Now we're getting more traction because of this podcast. You know, people are now just coming to the podcast, but you know, they'll still come to us and say, I still can't find you on social media. I've typed your name. That's why I reverted to Clubhouse even. And still people have told me as I'm hosting rooms, Meanwhile, yes, I gained, you know, five, six hundred followers on there now. And I've only been on Clubhouse for so long. And again, I'm not consistent because, again, I don't have the time. If I had more time to stay on all these platforms, it would make a world of difference. It would make a world of difference. But at the same time, it's to the point where my frustration is, all right, 
I have accepted the fact that I'm muted. I still have this platform to reach out to people. If I, my social media presence is not supposed to be needed on social media, then so be it. At the end of the day, I have my radio career. That's it. I feel that it's not necessarily that your your presence on social media is not needed because it definitely is. It's not going to only help you and help the podcast that you have going on here, but it's also going to help other people because you're talking about things that people need to know and they need to be aware of. So you're not only helping you know yourself, but you're helping everybody else. So it's very important that you do get on social media and that your voice gets heard. And especially on a social media platform where everything is free and users are supposed to be able to utilize a platform for free. So if they're targeting you specifically, which I'm not sure if they are. And the reason why I will say that is because I understand your frustration of you posting and then you're not, you're like, it's not getting rolled out to all your followers. So you're getting upset. And I understand that frustration. I understand that, um, that you post and you're not getting the results that you want right away. But the thing with social media and with, especially with Instagram is consistency. And I know that sounds whack. I don't know how long the S in the rise method is to strategize and to schedule everything that you do. Because I understand that you're too busy. I'm too busy to post every day. I don't have that time. But for my clients, I have to post three times a day. I don't have that time. I schedule those posts out. And what we've been knowing from what I've been noticing from that research and being able to do that, schedule those posts out is before we weren't getting seen by a lot of people. But now that we've been consistent in these last few months where every day we are consistently posting, they have no choice now but to show our stuff to more people because people are saying they want to see it. They're coming to our page. Our followers are growing. And that is what's going on. So the frustration, of course, you're frustrated in the beginning because they're not following. you. You're not getting that engagement that you want. But from just and I know it might be different for everybody. I only can speak to my accounts that I've worked with and my personal experience. And my personal experience is when you're consistent on the platform, no matter what that engagement looks like when you're first starting, if you're consistent with it, it will show a result at the end. But you must be consistent. Another thing that you can do is this should probably be done on Instagram stories or in Instagram live rooms. Instagram is allowing you now to use four people. When you start using their their software and their new features and stuff that pop up, it makes you more relevant to them and it makes them now boost your profile up. So now more people are going to see it because you're using their new feature, which means you're promoting their new feature, which means they want to promote you. So the more, every time they roll out a new feature, you, you, it's your job to be right on it. This, this needs next time, next time you guys do an interview, it needs to be inside of that live thing because you got four people. We've definitely done Instagram live and it's been cut off. That's the problem. I go on Instagram Live. I've been interviewed. Hell, I was interviewed a couple weeks ago on someone's Instagram Live using my live feature. Cut it off. So that's what I'm saying. Like anything. What was that, the subject? What was the subject of that conversation? It that was, got cut off. It was called Sunday Snitching. Shout out to Mystique. Um, she was just asking me a whole bunch of random questions, not even about sex, not even about sex. It's literally, you know, a very candid talk show that she does and she has a list of questions and we talk about everything everything underneath the sun and once again her live video cut off I wasn't able to rejoin afterwards a whole shit show that's what I'm saying like there is a disconnect like I cannot lie about this like you know again I'm glad that you're giving me the tools because I'm gonna you know I'm gonna keep trying I keep trying 
you know, but it's like to the point now I'm self-accepting and I feel like Yaz might feel the same way. We are accepting the fact that, you know, we can still roll out content through podcasts. If our presence on social media is not necessarily needed, then so be it. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I, I'm still heard. I'm heard in LA. It doesn't matter. People can look me up on Twitter. My Twitter numbers are a little bit bigger than my Instagram numbers. And I'm getting more traction back on the Twitter because now I've been more consistent on that. And because now I'm on Clubhouse, I have a new audience to reach out to. We're even considering doing live, uh, like a live taping of our show on Clubhouse one of these days, just to kind of see, because at this point we've done and executed to the point where, you know, we have told people we'll be live and people say we we didn't see your live. We weren't notified. I tell people to put on the notifications. They say they still can't see the notifications. I have people screenshotting me. Hey, I have you notified. Go on live. Let's see what happens. Nothing. It's like to the point where I just do not exist. I, like I said, and I've had all of these issues with previous clients, but the one thing that I can say that's been consistent is the consistency. Once we're consistent, it starts opening up because we've had the same thing. I have a client that goes live every Tuesday and Thursday. And when we first started off, it was the same way. I'm scheduling it. I should receive a post that says it's been scheduled. I'm not getting a post that says it's even been scheduled, but I know it's been scheduled because I scheduled it. I know that we're live because I'm in charge of running the live and I know that we're live. You know what I mean? Right. So those things do happen. But again, the consistency, once we kept going and we were like, hey, there's only five. But hey, next week, it's 10 people up oh, this week, it's 20 people and it's growing steadily, but only little by little. But it's growing. And the more that we keep doing it, the more people that I found that to it shows it. out to. And that's just I and I get and like I said, I completely understand where you're coming from. I've been there before where they have shut down my clients and they're not putting the information out to the to our followers and stuff. So I right. I know exactly where you're coming from. But I also think that every account is different. So I don't I'm not on your account every single day to know exactly what you guys are doing. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's your fault. But I will say that consistency is key when it comes to social media. No, I again, I am just well received and I am glad that you are able to share these tools with us. Um, Yes. Do you have any questions for Sharice? No, she pretty much cleared like you informed me about a lot of stuff. (laughs) Well, I'm happy and I'm doing my job. Yes. I've been stagnant because I don't post as much. And the thing was stuff getting flagged or people stealing pictures or the algorithms like nobody was engaging. So it was like, well, I'll be posting it. And then if they are still in your pictures, that's a good thing. You what you need to do is protect your pictures. You need to make sure that you have a stamp, a logo on your pictures. You need to make sure you have your hashtag, your Instagram page or something on those pictures. A lot of times what people do is they'll screenshot your whatever you posted and then they'll use it as their own stuff. Mm-hmm. I've had somebody repost something literally like two hours later on a different page. See, I- but when people do stuff like that, that means your content is good. So your content is being seen. What you need to do is protect your content. Again, make sure that you have a logo on everything that you do. It always goes back to you. So if they steal something off your page. Go ahead and steal it. I don't care. It got my face on it. It got my name on it. It got my website. It got my social security. Like, what the hell are you going to do? It's mine. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you have to protect yourself. Once you put something out on the internet, it's for anybody to manipulate and do what they want to with. 
But you need to be responsible for your own output and make sure that the stuff that you're outputting has your logo and has everything that you want on it. So that way it comes back to you if they do steal it. Whenever they put some, whenever you type something inside of your caption, make sure that whoever's on it is in those first two, three lines. Because if it's after that, then you get the more symbol. So you're really not getting that engagement. So if they do steal your stuff, make sure that your stuff, like your tagline or whatever it is, your Sapphire Radio, Sapphire Ears Play, make sure that's in the first part of the line, even if it's on your page. You know what I mean? So that way, if they do grab it from your page, you're not, your names are still inside of it already. So go ahead and right. take it from my page. You still promote me when this gets to your page. Okay. So we got the S. We got the E. What else can you drop on us for us? The R is relevant and regular. The I is interesting. A lot of times you want to make sure we see things that are interesting to us and we're like, oh, this is a good plate of food. Let me go post a picture on it. Like if you don't make sure it's interesting to somebody other than you, you know what I'm saying? And it might be interesting to you right now, which is why the S stands for strategize and schedule, because you should strategize every post that you make if it's for business. If it's for your personal page, do what the hell you want to. But if it's for Sapphire's Airplay, every post that you make should be strategized. What is the purpose for this post? outcome that we're looking to get and what do we want our followers or these people that are looking at this to do after they look at this post that should always be in your mind every time you post something if it's not you shouldn't be posting it absolutely if that's not the steps that you go through in your head you shouldn't be posting because everything should always reflect back to what is our goal what is our end outcome and that's the reason why we're posting this because it's going to help us get to the goal not just because it's cute not just because we think it's interesting right now but how is this going to get us to our goal, which is to get more listeners, to get more sponsors and to make sure that everybody has Sapphire's Airplay in their ear and in their mouth, which means that everything needs to be strategized. And then the last E is for engage. I mean, excuse me, the E is for engage. So and we talked about that. No, I honestly it, now you're getting me hyped. I definitely want to get the book. <laughs> I want to get a taste of the book, something, because now I'm like, OK, you're giving me these great tools and I know there's somebody out there out of our listeners that might be feeling the same way I know um I've been vocal too about and maybe you can lend your thoughts on this mm -hmm. you know more and more jobs especially as you get into the entertainment field now people are using your social media more so as your resume as your portfolio yes, and here I am I'm like Here's my resume, here's my social media engagement, but I'm going to make it very clear, however, you're gonna find some shit that you may not think is worth your brand. So for somebody who may not have a social media following, but has a great background, great portfolio, you know, how do you tell, you know, clients, and I'm sure you may have clients that are like, I'm not a social media person. I like to live off social media. What do you tell, you know, those type of clients out there, like, to kind of, like, push I'm, them in? I'm honest with them, and I just tell you that it's, it's two things. Like, you can decide to keep doing it the way that you're going to do it, and you can be on the slow bus. That's perfectly fine. Keep your helmet on. But if you really want to go and make a name for yourself and you want to speed through this thing, get on social media. Stop fighting it. You're going to keep fighting something that's not going anywhere. Only thing that's going to happen is going to be more and more platforms that come out. So what you need to do right now is to make your name on one of those platforms so that you can carry weight on it. So whichever one it is, I don't recommend a lot of people. They're on five different platforms. If you look me up, I'm on every platform. I have a name, but the only one that I'm really active on is Instagram. I have the other one so that nobody takes my name because I used to model and there's some chick that's still going out 20 years later that every time I every time a new platform comes out, she wants to grab my name. So it's kind of like a race to see who's going to grab it first. 
But I stay relevant on one social media platform. That's the one that I care about. And that's where I go. So that way, if anything else comes out, I can transfer that following over to the next one or but I can let my fan base know exactly where I'm at. You don't need to spread yourself thin just because other databases and other platforms and stuff is coming out. Let them come out. Grab your name on it. If that platform makes it, then jump on it. You know, tell your following to go there. But if not, don't worry about that. Let them do what they do. Let those people that are over there do what they do. If it's something that you want to do and you want to explore it, cool. But I never feel the pressure of I have to go on this platform. Everybody's on there and I got it. That ain't what the fuck I want to do. Like, I'm not about to go do it just because you're doing it. I'm six feet tall. I've never been like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I... I'm not used to conforming to try to fit your mold because that's what you say I should do. I want to know what's best for me. And best for me is sticking to this one platform that I know I can schedule the hell out. I can make sure that it's going to pop and I don't have to worry about it. All those other things. It makes sense for you to go on like the other platforms like you're it makes sense for you seriously to go on a clubhouse because this should be going on a clubhouse right now. And all that's doing is you're not doing anything extra except right. for clicking another app. So I'm talking about, I don't want to do anything extra. I don't want to do anything extra where it's making me, it's forcing me to come up with more content. I have to work harder. Like, no, what we want to do is you're already doing these interviews already. So since you're doing the interviews already and you're recording them on the FaceTime, record them also on Instagram, be up on Instagram too. And while you're doing that, recorded on Clubhouse. And while you're doing that, you're already recording your podcast. So you can upload that. Like it's, that's five, six pieces of content that you got right there and you only did one thing. Right. You sat in one place for one hour if it was an hour and you made five pieces of content and over the court, over all of your platforms, you should be able to dice that up and put it on everything. But again, don't spread yourself thin trying to be on everybody's everything because if and you I, don't have the time, don't do it. And that's, again, that's also, like I said, that kind of like made me have almost a mental breakdown last year because, yeah. you know, I was getting frustrated. People are like, get on TikTok. And I'm like, listen, I'm not a 16 year old kid yes. dancing and shit. And I'm not in a radio studio because we're in a pandemic and I'm working from home, which I'm forever thankful that I am working in this pandemic, but I'm working from home. So I could only do so many angles, so many things pertaining to the radio world of Mm -hmm. me being at home. And again, because again, I'm on air eight hours a day, five, six days a week, seven if you want to include the podcast that I do. There is no other time. So I do get it what you mean by it labeling. And I'm glad that you brought that out. Like, you know, stamping your name on every single platform just to protect the name brand. Because I've definitely it, yeah. done that. You know, yes, there are like two videos on TikTok, but I'm not telling people go ahead and follow my TikTok. Yeah, if, that's not what I'm promoting. Right. That is going to be maybe the emergency backup. If for some right. reason my sh- Instagram gets shut down because the many times of violations and what other bullshit, you know, and every time I've tried to do things, hell, I've even DJed on there. I couldn't be DJ nice, okay? <laughs> couldn't do it. Couldn't no, do it. He's couldn't the do only it. One. Exactly. Trust. Between PJ Butter and, and DJ Nice, go ahead, do your DJing thing. I get it. I'll respect it. Y'all got your mm-hmm. your rights with Instagram <laughs> on that. But you know, like, I I hear what you're saying. And again, I'm going to do some homework. I'm going to try to do, you know, something better. But the better thing, what I would say, the better thing to do would be to have your own website. That's the best thing to do. That's actually coming in the making. 
I was about to say, let's just say that right now. And even if you don't have your own website, you should have your domain already. Yes. You should have a landing page that is just there to collect emails if that's all it does. Watch it. I'm on Sunday nights by six o'clock. The radio show is on. Make sure that you guys tune in. If you want to be first to know when we have a new upload, put your information below. Simple as that. But you should have something like that because you need to be collecting these emails. So that way, if Instagram blocks you and now they're shadow banning you and they're not letting you reach your people, it's cool because them 75,000 followers y'all got is now on that email list. So not only do you have them on Instagram, but you have a 75,000 email list now, which is worth way more than your Instagram following. So fuck Instagram, real talk. You Instagram is supposed to be used as a vehicle for you to get them off of Instagram and onto a platform that you own. Because like you said, Instagram is always coming out with new ways to block you and to set you up so that you can't be seen by more people. And especially when you're a business, when you set yourself up as a business account, it notifies Instagram that you're a business, which means to them, you have money to spend. Absolutely. So of course they can block you. Of course they're going to stifle and make sure that not everybody going to see your stuff because they want you to get upset enough to go pay for it. Because that's how they make their money. It's kind of, that's smart. I, I, I respect it. <laughs> I have no problem with paying for a post because I respect the business of what it is. And as long as I'm posting stuff that's relevant, if I put money behind that post, that post is going to make me money. I made a post last, two weeks ago. I made a post two weeks ago, put $20 on the post. You know how much I made from that post? $2,200. Hey. In two days. Like, what? It's all about, I'm telling you, it's all about consistency, finding out who your target audience is and making sure that you're creating relevant content for that audience. And if you do that on a consistent basis, the floodgates will eventually open up to you and you will be able to hit all of those people. But in the meantime, have your own website, have a landing page. So that way those followers that do see you they can be transferred over to an outlet, a platform that you do control and that you do own so that you can actually take those followers, those email addresses, and actually contact them outside of Instagram or outside of anything else. Well, Sharice, I, I think at this point you have said it all and I cannot thank you again enough for taking time to give us the tools as well as our listeners. Again, Her book, The Six Foot Publicist Guide on How to Get Free Publicity, 68 Ways to Raise Your Awareness and Rise to New Heights will be coming out in April. Please, you know, email us, let us know, you know, when it's launching so that we can reciprocate, share a post, blast it. I definitely would like a copy. Is it going to be on an ebook format? Because that's where I'm at now. Yes. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Yes, it definitely will. And then also, too, in regards to my Rise Method, I know that we talked about it briefly on here, but for your listeners, I wanted to make sure to create a download for you guys. So if you guys were to go to my website, shereeseford.com, you'll see a link up at the top that says freebies, and you guys can download this link up until tomorrow um, at 6 p.m. Tomorrow, 6 p.m. Perfect. We will make sure to put that, of course, listeners, earbuds, please make sure to click on that link that we post in the description of the show. Also on our new flyer blast, you will see ShariceFord.com capitalized with the She Rise that is going to (laughs) be on the post. So don't say that you did not find her URL. It is on there. We will make sure to have that ready. Sharice, again, cannot thank you enough once again where can they find you you know the simplest way to get in contact with you the simplest way to get in contact with me um i would say is instagram uh always contact me on there i would say if you really want to get in contact with me about my services click the link at top at the top of my bio that says book now so that you can book a consultation i do offer free consultations for 15 minutes and after that 
I'm going to ask for an investment. Hey, we like to support, support, support the women. <laughs> this is Women's Month. Support boss women business. Please, 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 please. Yasmin, yeah. where can they get in touch with you, boo? You can find me on both of my Instagrams at Fit and Dirty and It's it's King City. I'm also on PS4 still, not PS5, but you can add me on PS5, PS4. <laughs> And of course, you can find me at Ms. Radio Sapphire on Clubhouse, on Twitter, on Instagram, even on Xbox. Um, also, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Facebook. I do answer messages. I may not add you personally as a friend, but I do always answer the messages. Of course, you can find us at sapphiresearplay at gmail.com. Fans are still, you guys are still sending me questions even after these years. I thank you guys enough. And of course, Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram for as long as we can hold on to it. So (laughs) again, thank you, Cherie, so much. And of course, remember that C-Sex is the best hot sex. But also just remember to plug in your shit. You are worth it. You are worth something out there to somebody. And then next week, y'all, it's my special birthday show. Yaz and I are going to be going in on Clubhouse with a very, very special guest, Sanaya Latisse. They are a an amazing, queer-centered, sex-positive just energy. And we are going to talk about an incident that happened on Clubhouse to me a couple weeks ago. So we're going to be talking about that as well as having another lineup of guests leading into April. So thank you so much, Sharice, for coming on. And no we appreciate problem. you. Thank you. Make sure you listeners, if they want to reach me at SheRiseENT on all social media platforms. There we go. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, all podcasting platforms. <laughs>